Welcome back, strangers. Tonight we have a stream plan with our special guest, Nihongo Johnny, who is a fast-growing YouTuber who focuses on Japanese paranormal encounters and urban legends. We're very excited to have him on tonight. Uh, we're glad you guys could all join us tonight. Uh, we're going to have a good time. But yeah, if you're new to The Strangers, we're a paranormal and unsolved mysteries channel, and we travel to the places we talk about. So it's a good time. If you're new, good to see you. Returning people, glad you're here. But yeah, uh, we've been doing a little different, <laughs> a couple different videos lately. Uh, today we actually released a video on random questions I received in my retail days. So if you haven't checked that out, you should go check it out. It's doing pretty good so far. It's it's a struggle normally, but we're doing good. But yeah, uh, my name's Blake. I am one of the narrators for The Strangest, and I do a lot of the editing. And this is Ethan. Yeah, what's up, guys? I'm really excited to see Swamp here. We're just waiting for him to get to 100,000, like you said, <laughs> to get that special invite back. I'm just kidding. But I hope uh, write for the strangest and sometimes edit. I'm really excited to have Johnny on tonight. It's going to be a lot of fun. But we found his channel through Sir Spooks. I mean, Sir Spooks has helped us out a lot, too, besides everyone else in the community. Thank you, guys. But how would you introduce yourself, well, Johnny, to like strangers, your channel, yourself? What do you, what do you <laughs> tell people about yourself? So usually I say, hi, my name is Johnny. I talk about all things paranormal in Japan. Um, that's I usually put out like new videos every Friday. Um, sometimes I sneak in one or two extra ones if I can. But I think you guys uh, give me a pretty good description yourselves. Yeah. So what got you interested in doing that? So I always really liked the paranormal ever since I was younger. And um, I also like Japan, so putting them together really just was the best thing I felt for me. Yeah. And so I'm like really awkward and I never know how to talk. It's like it gets worse <laughs> when I'm nervous. So no, it's going to be a bumpy ride. <laughs> no, you're fine. You already got people excited with actually having your camera on. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> no, Rebecca's always like, do they have a camera? Come on. Especially if it's people who have shown their face before. And she'll be like, why aren't they on camera this time? So Rebecca's salty about everything all the time, though. So don't. You know. <laughs> Sorry, I live on a really busy road, so it's going to be a little bit noisy as well. I'll try to mute my mic when I can. No, again, yeah. you're fine. We all have distractions. I've got a husky squeaking around the background too. So huskies are the best. <laughs> <laughs> She's something else. But yeah, it's a uh, Japanese culture and especially the folklore is very creepy. I know we were talking about uh, we posted some things on Facebook the other day uh, dealing with a Japanese legend. I think we're going to talk about that later. But I mean, it gets it's like American or just English folklore in general doesn't stand a chance compared to that stuff. It's very creepy. I feel like the same way. <laughs> Yeah, and I actually, uh, I just played a video game uh, recently on the side channel. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called Detention. I actually haven't. Oh, it's, it's, you'd probably enjoy it. It's got a lot of the, uh, a lot of the monsters are based on Japanese folklore. And it's, ooh. It's, That's so it's cool. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's a struggle. They're, they've got very creepy minds. I guess that's why they're so good at making horror movies. <laughs> And it's such a different level too, like all all of it. It's really interesting. Like I got into it, like Blake said, we've been posting stuff on Facebook. Like I've been like looking at stuff on, on Reddit and posting it to our Facebook page and sometimes to our, our subreddit whenever I find some interesting stuff. So it's really cool. It really some of these is. actually, sorry. Oh, sorry to interrupt. <laughs> no, you're good. Usually like it's something that's so close to reality that they just kind of bend it a little bit, which makes it even more creepy because it's like it could really happen anywhere. Definitely. 
I feel bad. I, I forgot to check up on the chat. But uh, how's everybody doing? Uh, it's good to see you, Jersey. Carrie, Rebecca's okay, whatever. Uh, Swamp, good to see you. Uh, he said <laughs> I paid him, uh, paid him to be here and comment about how awesome this YouTube channel is. Uh, part of the agreement was that you wouldn't mention that, so you're not getting paid. <laughs> uh, yeah, good to see you, man. Uh, who else is here? Misudo Chan, good to see you again. Mr. Reality's here. Come on. I haven't gotten down there yet. Okay. Hey, Mr. Reality, how's it going? I just, they were talking about it in the Discord that uh, apparently, you know, when everyone's like, good day, mate, apparently mate stands for inmate. I didn't know. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know if that's real or not. <laughs> he confirmed it. He said it was real, and I'm going to take his word for, you know, for fact. But don't English people already say mate? Just, just the normal English, not the Southern Hemisphere English? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Swamp said you're a cutie, Ethan. Oh, can't wait. We really need to have him on the stream again. I uh, would like to do a, have a collaboration idea for him. Uh, have a that's as pretty much as far as I've gotten. I haven't written a script. <laughs> I have an idea for him. The idea is that I have an idea. That's that's it. Yeah, I know. I know. It's it's slow comings these days. Yeah. So. Uh, Ken said surprise, but you thought you'd seen the last of me, Johnny. <laughs> hmm. So did anyone go Black Friday shopping before we no. get really into the Japanese stuff? Anyone go out? No, I didn't take any chances. I did some online shopping, but yeah. my days of going out and actually getting in it, uh, I think it's over. <laughs> yeah, I live in LA, so I feel like I'd be dead if I went into any store on Black Friday. <laughs> oh gosh, I can't imagine. Like We live in a pretty small area, and it was still hectic, so <laughs> I would never go somewhere like Los Angeles. <laughs> That's I'm lucky I didn't get a today. <laughs> People get very serious about that stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's and the bad thing is it's not usually the best deal in the world. It's just it looks like a good deal, and people will kill each other for it. Exactly. Because <laughs> yeah, like we were, uh, we were talking about it earlier in uh, our Discord, it's like a lot of the TVs and stuff they have on sale is actually just discontinued products that they're like, oh, look at this great deal. Come fight, you know. <laughs> Limited supply. But gotta make a buck. Yeah, it's sad. You guys have a good Turkey Day. You guys celebrate, eat a lot of food. Yeah, be thankful. Yeah, it was pretty nice. I made a yeah. lot of food, uh, but it will last like the entire week, so that's always a plus. <laughs> so you guys surviving off of leftovers right now? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Everything's bagged up for each day, so I'm all set. <laughs> oh, that's the best way to do it. So, are you a Japanese, like, I saw on your Twitter, so are you a Japanese teacher? So, have you been to Japan? Like, what's all the, the Japanese, what I, all do you know about Japan? Are you, are you faking? <laughs> <laughs> I lived in Japan for about two years. I taught English when I lived there, but I was the worst English teacher in the world, because I don't understand English. I grew up knowing it, but I never learned it, or, like, how to teach it, so I was a horrible English teacher. But I learned Japanese, so it seemed to be easier to teach that, so I got into starting up a tutoring thing with a um, website. And ever since then, I do like, uh, uh, what, what's the word? On a person-to-person -person basis. Um, so I have classes throughout the day each day. Yeah. How do you like it? How is it like like scheduling your day? Like, how do you work with it with your channel? Like, It's crazy, especially when it takes a lot of time getting ready to make a video. If I have like a class like at, in the morning and then one in the uh, afternoon and then one in the evening, I can't record all day. So it makes it a little bit hard. So I try to do research on those days and then I record on my days off. 
Damn. Damn, <laughs> Mr. Reality. I just Thanks, I, man. I, That's awesome. <laughs> I just saw that. <laughs> I saw a thing on Twitter real quick, sorry, about Mr. Reality that that you've lost a lot of weight from working out. I always thought you were just like pure Australian muscle to the big <laughs> like the the man, the myth, the legend, the Australia. <laughs> eating eating wild kangaroo in the outback. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome, though, man. Thank you so much. <laughs> so you you started out as a as a like as a English teacher for J Japan and switched it. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> no, I've read a lot of things where people are like, if you can know another language just decent, that you could almost teach it, like in another like in another country, if you traveled and then you could like learn both languages better and become like a better teacher. And a lot of people will get started that way, or even if it's like um like a country like a I don't want to say a third world country, but a country where the exchange rate's really good. You could almost get tutored by like the best speakers and then become a teacher there. So you yeah, can I learn think a that's lot faster. Definitely true. Immersion helps. So if you're there, you learn the language a lot faster. Yeah. So how did you come? Well, so what made you come back from Japan? Like, did you not I, like it or what? I definitely liked it. I just missed America as well. So now that I'm here, I miss Japan and I'm like, my heart is split into two. So I want to be in both places at once, but I think every few years I'm going to have to move back and forth uh, if time and money allows. Yeah. I so think, I, mean, I don't know if he asked you this already. Where in uh, Japan were you? So I lived in a place called Miyazaki, and that was in Kyushu, in the very bottom of Japan. It is not a very well-known place, but I loved it so much. I was so upset that I was put there when I first went. Um, I really wanted to be in Tokyo, but it turned out I didn't like Tokyo at all. It was very much like New York, and it was too busy, and it was like overwhelming. So I was really happy to be put in Miyazaki. I learned so much being there. That's awesome. I've always, you know, wanted to go to Tokyo, but I can definitely see where it'd be a lot like New York. It's like there's so much <laughs> going on. Probably a lot worse than New York. I think yeah, it's very crowded there. Uh, but I don't know the food, the culture. I I'm about it. So <laughs> it's really good. Uh, that's awesome. It's really cool that you got together, and it's also very cool that you, you know, assimilated a language. Like, I just think that being bilingual in general is the coolest thing ever. I've always tried, but I always just get distracted. It feels like a superpower sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And I also heard that Japanese is one of the hardest languages to learn for English people. I so. think it depends. Um, it is definitely difficult, but it follows a lot of rules, unlike English. So it's once you learn enough, it becomes easier just adding things to rules and kind of piling everything together. And there's only like two irregular verbs, so it makes it really easy. Gotcha. Now, do you know kanji as well, or is it just... Uh, I do. Uh, I used to be a lot better. I can read, but I'm really bad at writing it. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought that, like, that really confused me when I was younger. I was like, man, they have to learn two separate languages, pretty much? It's like... Uh, <laughs> pretty much. But I kind of think of it, too, as, like, when we learn English, we have to learn spelling, which is really hard. So it's... That's kind of how I put them side by side. Gotcha. That's really cool, though. And now you're in L.A. <laughs> now I'm in L.A. <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't like big cities, but you're in L.A. <laughs> I know. L.A. is more spread out, though, but still. It's, yeah, it's very spread out. And there's a lot of, like, different cultures here, so it makes it really cool and really fun. Yeah. And you're in a great place for YouTube. Oh, yeah, that's so. true. <laughs> I haven't really met anyone famous yet or any YouTubers, but I barely go out. So, so like, you could just get coffee and run into someone. You never know. That could be your yeah, next you collaboration. <laughs> 
All right. Someone wanted to read. I mean, wanted to hear some folklore. So, Blake, do you want to read the first one? Oh, my goodness. Let's see. You can get help on pronunciation, man. I don't know how to pronounce a lot of this. <laughs> Actually, there's one that's not doesn't have as many words. Right, here's what I want you to do. If I sp- if I mispronounce something, I want you to yell at your top your at the top of your lungs and correct. <laughs> and I'll try. <laughs> All right. This is uh, Kuchisake Ona. Pretty good. Yep. Awesome. That's as good as it's going to get. All right. <laughs> I was uh, impressive, Blake. <laughs> <laughs> I got to channel my inner anime. <laughs> Just things. But uh, she's a woman who is mutilated by her husband and returns as a malicious spirit. When rumors of alleged sightings began spreading in 1979 around the Nagasaki prefecture, it spread throughout Japan and caused panic in many towns. There are even reports of schools allowing children to go to go home only in groups, escorted by teachers for safety and uh, of police increasing their patrols. Recent sightings include many reports in South Korea in 2004 about a woman wearing a red mask who was frequently seen chasing children. And in October 2007, a coroner found some old records from the late 1970s about a woman who was chasing little children. She was then hit by a car and died shortly after. Her mouth was ripped from uh, was ripped open from ear to ear. Legend has it, if you ever found your, find yourself alone on a quiet, foggy street after dark in Japan, you should probably beeline for the nearest populated place because you might just encounter Kuchisake Ono. At first, you probably won't be too upset about running into the woman who seemed to just appear out of thin air in front of you. She's gorgeous and demure. I don't pronounce that wrong. Uh, wearing a white surgical mask over her mouth. She asks you, am I beautiful? You say yes, because she really is. Then she takes off her surgical mask for you. Her mouth has been slit from ear to ear. She asks, how about now? If you say no, she'll slice your mouth from ear to ear with a pair of scissors, giving you a beautiful smile just like hers. If you say yes, she allows you to leave. And if you think you've gotten off, and you think you've gotten off the hook, but when you arrive home, she appears again, killing you in your own doorway. Uh, see, uh, some sources say she can also be confused by the victim answering her question with ambiguous answers, such as your average or so-so. Uh, another method is to flip questions towards her, such as asking, do you think I'm pretty? Unsure of what to do, she'll give the person enough time to escape when she's lost in thought. Another escape route is to tell her one previous uh, one has a previous engagement. She'll pardon her manners and excuse herself. And some variations of the tale, she can be distracted by fruit or candies thrown at her, which she'll then pick up, thus giving the victim a chance to run. That's some creepy stuff, man. It sounds like a very lose-lose-lose situation. <laughs> Pretty much. It seems like all of the um, Japanese legends, you're just kind of like at a loss no matter what you do. <laughs> I know. I was like, well, A, I definitely don't want to do A. Like, well, then if you tell her you're beautiful, she just ends up killing you. I was like, all right, slit face, getting killed. But if you throw a piece of candy at her, which is everyone's first reaction. <laughs> That's beautiful. my first reaction. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Rebecca said there's a, I think there's a comic that goes along with the story. Ask Johnny if he's seen it. I don't think I've seen it before, but I'd be really interested in checking it out. Yeah. He did a video on all the legends we're going to mention. So you guys definitely, if you haven't already, subscribe and check them out. So, and also if we mess up any of these, this was kind of slapped together pretty fast. You can correct any information that might be wrong. (laughs) It seems pretty good so far. (laughs) Okay. So, so what do you think of this legend though? Like, do do you like it? Do you think it's too over the top or do you think it's like a perfect, you know, like really accurate Japanese legend? I think it's definitely a classic. Um, I believe it is true to some extent because there were actual police reports of this and it was in the news. 
Um, but I think it was probably just some lady dressing up in a surgical mask trying to scare kids. But it makes it just that much more real when it's in the news and on TV and all of that. But it definitely is really creepy. Yes. Can't trust strangers, guys. <laughs> I mean, our strangers are cool, but no. Oh, that's really cool, though. I mean, it's a very creepy story. Like, I just wonder, is this like a cautionary tale? Because there's no real, no one did anything wrong. <laughs> it's just yeah, like, no one's doing anything wrong. It's kind of just someone's coming up to you and making you talk to a stranger, and then you lose. I'll probably yeah. stay away from strangers. <laughs> <laughs> that's the moral of the story. <laughs> Oh god! Uh, don't talk to strange people. You can't even brown nose your way out of it by saying it's just pretty. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna uh, mispronounce your name, but Mada Drakub. I know I, I messed that up. He said I like the Death Force. What's the name of it? I know this one. I know you know this one. Uh, most of YouTube knows it. What's the official name of the Suicide Gary, Force? You just posted something. Oh, Aokigahara. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Have you visited there? No, I haven't. I'm kind of. Not really for that, because I feel like it's such a sad place. And even if it is haunted, I kind of want to respect the people who did take their own lives there. And I kind of think it's probably best to leave it alone. And legends are okay, but I think it's a sad place, and it deserves respect. So you're saying it shouldn't be utilized for views? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think so, but... Oh, what <laughs> a concept. Yeah, I remember watching a documentary on the forest. Uh, I think it was a Vice documentary years and years ago. And I just kind of followed one of the guys that's actually in charge of retrieving the bodies. And if you ever get a chance to look at that, it's on YouTube. Go watch it. It's really sad, but it kind of gives you a more respect for the place. And it's like, you know, he, the little care keep, or caregiver or whatever, but uh, the groundskeeper, he just understands that, you know, it's a place where people that don't have anywhere else to turn end up. Yeah, it's uh, really sad. It's very sad. But yeah, um, he said, I like the idea of an investigation of the forest. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where I'd love to see it, but again, it's, it's probably not the best same now. It was already a dark place, but now that it's been like exploited like the extreme, like I feel like they've probably cracked down a lot on that too. Like I would sure think as well. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, let's see. Uh, oh, hey, Selena. Selena said she subscribed. So she's talking about you, Johnny. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. So awesome. But yeah, thanks everyone that's here. Uh, Masuo Chan said, I think there was a movie about the forest. <laughs> yes, there was. Yeah, we uh, saw it together. Oh, my goodness. I own it now because it was like very cheap on Black Friday last year. Have you seen that, Johnny? I haven't. I heard it was coming out, but I think I might have been in japan at the time when it did so it's, i don't know if it was there or not it's not very good <laughs> <laughs> there's a part in where uh we make jokes uh they hear like a a branch crack or something weird and then the girl's like what is that and this little japanese lady's like animal <laughs> and it's just the whole movie's downhill from there it's rough <laughs> sir spooks is here got hey, my sir spooks come on man look at that good to see you man Hope you're doing well. Yeah, one of my questions on here is, how did you get to know Sir Spooks, Johnny? <laughs> so I used to watch, well, I, I still do. I used to watch his videos, and um, I didn't have him on Twitter at the time because I just started Twitter. And uh, I think it was my friend, she has a YouTube channel. She's the basic witch. I think that was who introduced us because Sir Spooks was looking for somebody to translate 
uh, one of his videos and that just made me really excited because I love translation. Um, and I did that for him and he was so kind and he gave me a shout out in return and that just meant so much to me. And ever since then, he's been like the nicest, most supportive person on my channel, I think. Yeah, he's super cool. Yeah, yeah. He's helped us out a lot too. Uh, helped us out a lot too, and it's really cool, you know, to see bigger YouTubers helping out smaller YouTubers. So it's cool that he has the time because <laughs> I know he's, he's got to be busy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, Stacy, how's it going? So, uh, do you like anime and manga? I should, because everyone thinks I do, but I really don't watch it that much. <laughs> I used to watch it a lot more. I like the older stuff. I like uh, Sailor Moon and Pokemon and Inuyasha, stuff like that. I like the newer the stuff, stuff I haven't matters. seen most. <laughs> yeah, the stuff that matters. <laughs> the newer stuff I haven't seen much of. Um, I did watch Hellgirl, and I really liked that, but that's pretty much the extent of it. Gotcha. Yeah, I used to watch all that back in the day. I didn't realize Sailor Moon and Pokemon and Dragon Ball Z were all, you know, anime. I was just like, these are some really cool cartoons. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm not as much into it now as I was then. I st I've watched like Death Note, Attack on Titan, stuff like that. Which Death Note's amazing. I think I brag on that just about every week. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's cool. I like, you know, I think they just tell much better stories. Like American cartoons, you don't really see a lot of American cartoons that have a storyline. Yeah, so, not too much. It's just kind of random what they do each episode. <laughs> exactly. And then you got in Inuyasha that like told a story for like seven years. <laughs> and then they came back for a while. I saw that. I never ended up watching the new version, but I knew. I think it kind of went off the manga a little bit more. But yeah, and I, I think it's really cool that from what I've heard, I'm sure you can confirm it, but uh, you know, Japan, even the adults are it's they're more welcoming of anime and cartoons stuff like that like they embrace I, the culture i definitely think so there's some people who say it's aimed at like five-year-olds and stuff like that but um there are a lot of older people who get really into anime and manga that's why i want to go it's like <laughs> everyone here judges me uh mata said yu yu Hakusho. yes yu Hakusho is one of my favorites that one was pretty good i remember watching that in middle school <laughs> Yeah, I remember it came on Adult Swim, and it was the first uh, cartoon in general that I ever saw that actually, you know, cussed a lot in the show. And I was like, ooh, this is great. <laughs> it's like the Pokemon meme where Pikachu's just got his mouth open. It's like, what is this? <laughs> but yeah, uh, Carrie said, uh, I'm not in anime. I feel like I'm really missing out. Just watch Death Note. Just watch <laughs> Death Note. It's, it's all you need. Everyone just watch Death Note, not the movie. Do not watch them. <laughs> don't watch the movie on Netflix. Just watch the show on Netflix. But yeah, uh, so as far as your experience with Japan, why should everyone visit Japan? What really stuck out to you? I think everyone should go and check it out because it's such a nice and respectful place that you don't see that level of respect in America that much any day, uh, that much nowadays. And I think it's good because you kind of develop a new respect for people and you learn how to like respect each other. And I think that's one of the best um, lessons I've learned from being there people in japan when they're sick they'll wear masks to make sure no one else around them gets sick well in america we kind of protect ourselves by washing our hands and having hand sanitizer so it's kind of like a complete uh change in thought yeah with that, re with that respect like aspect how did like the logan paul situation like affect you after like knowing the culture and everything and how how they are compared to like, i think how i was kind of exploited pretty much devastated because it seems so disrespectful and on top of that 
people who aren't Japanese and don't look Japanese have a little bit of trouble in Japan because you're already like, they assume that you know nothing about Japan right off the bat. I'm not saying everybody thinks that, but I encountered a lot of people who believed that. And I feel like that whole incident made it much worse. Um, there's a lot of people that I've heard from that think that a lot of people will go to Japan and act the way Logan Paul did. And that's just so devastating. But there are a lot of really nice people and really, um, uh, I'm forgetting the word, really nice and really like um, open people who will just accept mostly anyone who comes. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I felt so bad when that happened too. Because it's like, I mean, it's not the same culture. They don't have, I've never seen a Japanese version of Logan Paul that's as you know, loud and obnoxious running through the streets, knocking everything over. Yeah. And he just looks like the quintessential American stereotype. This blonde college kid, just loud and obnoxious. So I hated that. But, and luckily, I mean, I, I wish his career had ended, but I mean, they tried. We all tried. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. It's, it was sad. Like you said, like I never really realized, you know, I knew about the face masks, but I never thought of it from that perspective of them trying not to get everyone else sick. I just thought they were trying to, you know, I looked at oh, it from yeah. the American perspective. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. That's crazy, though. What about the whole idea of like individualism in America compared to like community over there? It's definitely really different. Um, I've heard a lot of people refer to it as the hive mind. And it's yeah. true. Everyone really wants to help each other out and work as a community. People work like 10, 12 hour days because they want to help everyone else out. And it's they want to keep society going. Um, and once again, this is a big generalization. There are like different people everywhere. Um, but everyone's there to help each other out. They'll clean up after themselves. They're constantly thinking about other people um, and how their actions will affect others. Um, and here it's kind of just like all for one and one for all. Definitely. Yeah. That's sad. But I mean, hey, I mean, as a, as a uh, culture and community, I mean, they J Japan is considered one of the you know best in the world. Most is what I'm looking for. I guess most productive. Definitely. <laughs> I, I mean, they make the coolest stuff. I'll give them that. They do. <laughs> no, and I think every culture has its good and bad aspects. So it's like, I think America has a lot of really nice things and Japan has their own nice things and everyone's great in their own ways. Uh, what about their... oh, sorry. sorry. Carrie said, uh, it's really nice that Johnny was over there almost as a representative of America acting so respectful. I'm sure that was a nice change of pace for them. <laughs> Couldn't get any worse. <laughs> Yeah, that's somewhere. That's like a dream, a dream visit for me. I'd love to go to Japan, especially it's for the beautiful. Japan, like, get to investigate places, like just, just be able to witness places. Definitely. Yeah. Did you have a direct flight there? Like, how long does it take to fly there? So it depends. Um, I had one direct flight there from Boston once. Uh, this is when I lived in Connecticut, and that was like. Ah, uh, it was horrible. Um, towards the last two hours, you're just ready to pull your hair out. But it was easier having a layover where I only flew for like five or six hours and then did another five or six after that. So I definitely recommend if you're going, make sure there's a layover, unless you can sleep on a plane. <laughs> so how long is it from LA then? Because that's where I was imagining you were flying from. Oh, so. I haven't flown from LA yet, but I'd assume it would be about maybe nine or ten hours. Okay. 
So with uh, Boston, so you've lived in a lot of places, man. You lived in Boston, that's the East I Coast. I lived in Colony. Massachusetts, that's... Connecticut. Yeah. Man, that's so, so. Why have you like lived around other places? Like I don't know, Japan with what you're doing, but like, what about in America? Like, what caused you to move around there? I think just school and jobs, um, pretty much dictated by that. Um, and here we moved because uh, my boyfriend has a job here, so we're kind of being pulled wherever the work or school is. It's oh, awesome. We're stuck in a small town, so that's why it's cool to hear about all this culture. <laughs> <laughs> Every place has its good and bad aspects. So, like, I'm sure if you moved to LA, you'd have a lot of fun, but then you'd be like, I miss home. I do miss my small town in Connecticut a lot. Um, every place has a really nice aspect to it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Carrie asked how long it had been since you were in Japan. I think it's been... I'm so bad. My memory is horrible. Uh, probably two or three years. And she said she was born in Massachusetts as well. I mean, she was born oh, in nice. Massachusetts. Uh, yeah, she's from Bo not Boston, but go Pats. <laughs> so, what's your what's been your favorite place to live in the country? In the country, ah, this is so hard because, like I said, they all have really amazing aspects to each place. But I definitely think where I was born, I was born in a town in Wethersfield, Connecticut, and that's near Hartford. It has a lot of history. I think the actual first witch trial was in Wethersfield at the at the Cove, uh, and they hung a witch there. Um, so it has a lot of um, really deep history, even with the paranormal. There's a lot of really haunted places there. So I think that was my favorite place to live. That's awesome. Yeah, we're hoping to go up north maybe next year. Oh, and, nice. Uh, I don't know. We definitely want to go to the Salem, Massachusetts, that area, just because it's you know, it's a gold mine for this kind of <laughs> YouTube channel. Yeah, do a northern road trip. So, do you have any paranormal experiences? What got you interested in the paranormal and urban legends and everything folklore? I've had quite a bit, um, but they were spread out a lot. So, I had one um, paranormal experience with a Ouija board when I was in high school. I did a video about that. Um, it was a really strange experience where we thought we were talking to a demon and like one, I think it was probably halfway through, there was a centipede that crawled out over the board and we oh, stopped oh there. My. And the next day there was a beheaded, uh, I think it was a baby rabbit, um, outside on the porch and it was just really creepy. So that was like my first one. And then there was some strange stuff in Japan and when I lived in Massachusetts too, but it was all spread out over a long period of time. <laughs> Oh man, that's next level. We had, we did a Ouija board. We had, I mean, I had some weird stuff happen, but if I found a beheaded animal <laughs> and it wasn't my dog, I just imagine like a beheaded goat when you said that for some reason. Oh just my like, God. <laughs> just something I really. Think I would have had a heart attack. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty scary in itself. I mean, Blake's had a couple of scary instances at his house since we did a Ouija board there. So. I'm glad it was in my house. Taking one for the team, Blake. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to be fair and do it at the other house. Oh, yeah. Ethan was there to witness one of them, so that was nice. <laughs> yeah. Weird knockings and TVs turning on on their own. I don't know. It's probably Mirrors fine. falling. Yeah, I still haven't replaced that mirror. I need to. Uh, off topic, but Rebecca asked if we've seen the Lion King trailer, and I have, and it looks better than I thought it was going to do. It's way better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, <laughs> Is that the they one did well with the CGI. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that has to be good then. <laughs> yeah, it's got a lot of good people. And I know they said Seth Rogen, which I can only assume is Tom oh, or nice. Pumbaa. Yeah. He's and then, Pumbaa. Uh, is he Pumbaa? 
Yeah, I can see this Pumbaa. Uh, I can't remember who plays Simba. Donald Glover is the adult oh, Simba. That's great. Yeah. It's going to be a good movie, I'm sure. Is it live action or? It's it CGI, like that CGI. live action CGI. Like it's like the Jungle Book. It's directed by the guy who did that, who also did Iron Man One, who like kicked off the whole like Marvel movie thing. So it's in good hands, hopefully. In theory. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jim Stafford asked, "What was your best experience in Japan?" My best experience. Um... There's so many. Uh, I I always hate like these favorite and best questions. I don't like actually hate them, but um, I just never know what to say because it changes depending on the day. Right. But my fondest memory was I was when I got there. I didn't really know too much kanji. Um, I didn't know a lot of the language, and I was so scared. I was so lost, and I needed to take out money uh, so I could pay my rent. And I was at the ATM. I couldn't use it. I was freaking out, and I think I actually started crying because I was in culture shock mode, and I was really tired. And this old lady came in, and she helped me out. She did everything for me, and like a lot of these like older women in Japan are just so kind and so helpful. And that just made my day so much better. And it put my like faith and faith back in humanity. So I remember that very fondly and that still like touches me to this day. That's good. Sometimes you have to leave the country to have faith in humanity. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> oh man. I mean, That's it's really good, cool, like, though. Yeah. I mean, just random interactions with strangers. You never know how it'll affect other people. You don't, you, know. you never do. Yeah. That's why I try to always be positive because you never know like if someone's having a bad day or if someone needs a friend or something like that. So just one action can change somebody's life. That's true. And speaking of good actions, today I went to Wendy's and the guy in front of me paid for me. That's so and nice. I was like, you, you know, I knew that was a thing, but like it never had happened to me. And I was like, well, go ahead and pay for the person behind me. And they're like, it's only a dollar. I'm like, jackpot. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, it's like little things like that can really cheer up your day. And just, you know, you don't know what, like you said, what other people are going through. So always be kind. Yeah. All right, I'm going to read the next one. All right. Is it Tiki Tiki? Is that how you say it? Or is that oh, completely Tiki Tiki. Okay, I actually first heard of this on Sir Spooks, his video. I posted it on Reddit one time, too. But all right. All right. It's a Japanese urban legend about a vengeful spirit who travels on either hands or elbows her dragging her upper torso, making the teke teke sound. If she encounters anyone at night and the victim is not fast enough, she will slice them in half of the torso to mimic her own disfigurement. So like legend has it, that young boy was walking home at night and he spotted a beautiful young girl standing by a windowsill, resting her elbows. They smiled at each other for a moment. They shared one of those stranger moments we were just talking about. The boy wondered what a girl was doing at an all boys school. But before he could think, even further, uh, the girl jumped out at him from the window and revealed her her lower half was missing. Fright, frightened, he stood in the side stood at the sidewalk, and before he could run, she cut the boy in half, and the boy was found dead with his lower half missing. So a similar urban legend concerns another girl who died on the train tracks and lost her legs, and uh, she's abbreviated. I can't say it, it's common. Shinema, I'm terrible. Mask dead person demon who haunts uh, bathroom stalls and will ask the occupants where their legs are. Oh, the yeah, there we go. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Oh, no the problem. If the occupant uh, 
answers incorrectly, she'll rip their rip their legs off to be saved. This is another one of those like tricky puzzle questions. Yeah, it's like you did nothing <laughs> wrong. It just sucks to suck, man. You're in the wrong place at <laughs> the wrong time. So if you guys encounter this, to be saved, they must tell her that her legs are at the machine machine railway and answer her and and, and tell her that who told them and tell them fuck. I got I got jumble there and tell them whoever told her this or tell them tell her whoever told them this story. So sometimes she'll ask people what her name is and that's a trick question. So if you answer her real name, she'll attack them. The the correct answer is the ma the masked death demon, which is um, derived from the original mean meaning of her name. In Japan, there's a statue of a rice straw uh, called Kishima's. I can't do this. <laughs> which was made in order to protect the the village from bad influences like this. So the residents see it like as an expulsion towards evil spirits. But however, some areas think that it might be like a way to summon evil spirits or like uh, to protect wounded soldiers who might worship her at a shrine. That was a struggle, guys. I'm really sorry. This is really terrifying. <laughs> much better than me when I try to record anything. I like mess up for like two hours straight and then I have to cut everything out. <laughs> I was going to ask you how you recorded. So do you have a script or do you just like research it and then try to freeball it and edit it together after that? I research it the best I can, and then I kind of do a quick review, and then I uh, will go bullet point by bullet point and talk about things, but I never really follow a script. Um, but maybe I should try that one time, because I'll probably have everything flow better. <laughs> yeah, It's still a struggle. Ethan gives me a uh, script, and I still, like, <laughs> a five-minute video ends up being, like, a 20-minute recording, because I have to start over, over, and over, and over. <laughs> But, but yeah, that's a super creepy story. Uh, like preying on, I mean, I don't know if it's just meant to prey on you when you're at your most vulnerable in a bathroom stall. <laughs> but man, again, it's like, there's no getting around it. You just, it's not a karma based monster. It's just, <laughs> you went to the wrong bathroom, man. <laughs> and I feel like half these stories start off in the bathroom anyway. <laughs> uh, so like, do, I mean, do, in Japan, like, do they treat any of these legends with any type of, you know, actual concern, or is it just like a, you know, children's tale? I don't think they do uh, any more so than in America. Um, there's people who do believe in it, and I think a majority of people just treat this as an urban legend. Gotcha. Man, all we have is Bigfoot, and he doesn't attack <laughs> people for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> He's just hanging out there. Exactly. Oh, oh, hey, Ghostwatch. How's it going? Uh, Ghostwatch is another cool paranormal channel. If you guys aren't aware, you should go check him out. Dude, he covers some really obscure topics. You should definitely, definitely watch him. He's always got some good stuff. So, and he's really dedicated. So, always putting out videos. Yeah, we have a cool community. We really do. I really appreciate you guys. Thankful. It's Thanksgiving. <laughs> so, like, in Japan, like, what is their food like compared to, like, Japanese food in America? How much do we get it wrong? So, it depends on where you are in America. Because I feel like when I came to L.A., the Japanese food was, for the most part, pretty spot on. But when I was in Connecticut and Massachusetts, it was really not that great. I think I had convenient convenience store food that was better um, but there are places that do get it right it really depends on where you're going 
What about sushi or like hibachi, the hibachi style? Is that like a gimmick or what about I all that? I don't think hibachi actually exists in Japan. <laughs> I don't think I've ever like come across it. Hibachi is like this sort of pot that people cook on, I think, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, but they the sushi is pretty much the same, except America takes a little bit more liberty with the flavors. They'll put like fruits and like mango sauce on it and stuff like that. It's basically the equivalent of putting pineapple on pizza. <laughs> exactly. Like, the Italians are like, what are you doing? <laughs> you haven't lived until you put strawberries on pizza. <laughs> no. Changing the world. <laughs> Throw away America, start over. So what's your favorite sushi then? Is it more American or is it Japanese? Um, I think it's in both um, places. My favorite is Maguro. I think it's uh, tuna maybe. It's that red one that is very smooth. Um, yeah. And it doesn't have anything but the rice with it. How about you guys? Oh, man. <laughs> My go-to is... It's all American-based. It's like... I like... There's one called a King Kong roll that has steak and uh, tuna in it, I believe. Or that sounds just, really good. Double yeah. meat. <laughs> yeah, they're super good. And then... Uh, what was it? There was a dragon tail roll I had that was really good. But again, I can't remember what was in it. But that, that was one of the more... I had one... It, again, like you said, it depends on where you eat it. Like, yeah, it's really true. <laughs> I've been to a college town in northern Virginia that had a more authentic experience, and it was more raw fish, but it was still delicious. So around here, it's like I, I call it safe sushi. Safe sushi. <laughs> so yeah, I like I really I'll eat any any sushi, any Japanese food in general. But uh, hibachi is my go-to, so that's sad. It's like it's definitely fun though. You go there and they do like uh, they'll have like the sake and they'll do cool things with the rice. I've got some sake, actually. I need you to tell me if it's any good. <laughs> I can't read it. It just—I just, just knew of sake. Just picked it up. Do you like sake? Like... I—it's not my favorite, but I will have it on occasion. I don't drink too often. I think I'm a very much so a red wine person. <laughs> gotcha. I'm not a big fan of it. Like I've had cold and hot, and it's just this is kind of weird. Like, yeah, I've had hot. some. Yeah, I've had some good so good sake, and I've also had some that really taste like warm dishwater. <laughs> Sometimes really they'll use uh, cooking sake when they like squirt that in your mouth and stuff like that. So that's the bad sake. <laughs> <laughs> it shouldn't be drank by itself. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm really hungry now. I'm just thinking about all this <laughs> Japanese food. We have a place nearby. It's uh, probably about, about an hour away, actually. But uh, it's one of those hibachi places where they make it in front of you. And oh, it's nice. Delicious. And I want to go yeah. back. That's but, not authentic. We just learned that. Actually, oh, that's okay, we went. But it's still fun. It's... <laughs> it's almost been a year since we went, man. We should go back. Yeah, I think we were like celebrating a certain milestone we had hit or something. It was my birthday, but thanks. <laughs> I mean, that's what it was. That is a milestone. Maybe we had different things in mind, Ethan. No, we actually did. We were we did hit uh, either it was I think it was five hundred. We were or we were about to hit five hundred. We hit four hundred, and we were about to hit five hundred because right right around the time next time we hit a thousand the next month because we that's when we started doing uh, collaborations. So you guys are about to hit five thousand soon, I think. Hopefully, knock on wood, we're trying hard. Yeah, we'll I'll see. be really happy to get there. At least that's a, like kind of a you know a milestone. Like four, three thousand, four thousand are kind of like the in between the five thousand. I'm be like, yeah, that's a number I can tell mom about. <laughs> yeah. 
I love Swamp, but he really made me feel bad because on our stream, he was like, yeah, just my goal was to hit 10,000. I hit that <laughs> in like a month. My first month on YouTube. I'm like, we're struggling hard, man. <laughs> yeah, that's so. the thing, though. I really, I used to be salty about stuff like that, but now I just like watching other people grow because everyone grows at their own pace. Yeah. So I don't see understand why people like get upset because it's like you're not losing anything if people are growing and it's really good to grow together with people sometimes i feel really bad when i grow a little bit and i don't see my friends doing the same but they do a lot of really good stuff and i know they're gonna grow one day it just takes like that one video that makes them blow up exactly i mean amy's crypt had a million over a million uh view video it's, it's amazing she hit a million i was like holy shit <laughs> it's probably it's probably close to two million now last time I, I saw it was over a million and a half on the nun thing that's like the perfect time when like opportunity meets preparation like she she crushed it like that was a great fucking video but the fact that it was timed so well so um, but yeah that's but, all it takes and i mean there are some people in the community that you know buy subs but other than that it's cool seeing the ones that don't <laughs> yeah that's why it's depressing to like look on social media sometimes why you have to have blinders because i mean i like seeing it i like sharing stuff but at the same time if you see someone hit a milestone you're like what in the world am i doing with my life <laughs> but it's fun yeah but yeah your your growth uh, on the topic has been amazing like, i've been surprised really well. I really expected starting out to just have a small community, not like over a hundred people. And I was happy with that. And then it gets scary every time I grow, but then I get to know the people a little bit more and it just feels like an even bigger community. Yeah. Do you have a discord by chance? I don't really, I need to start one up, but I, it would be good cause I could get to know people a little bit more. It really helps a lot. And especially, you know, you could have, you know, different topics, you know, different channels in your discord talking about different, you know, aspects of your channel but it's, oh, it's a nice. really really good way to get to know your uh your community i'm gonna have to look into that more after i finish this yeah definitely and we have our own if you want to join it's uh it's in the description anyone else that wants to join as well but it's oh, fun nice. it's really nice because when we first started it was like you know it's cool talking to people in the comments but that's that was kind of the extent of it but yeah. when you actually bring people into a chat room where you can actually reply instantly it's a lot more fun I was actually about to join, but I'm like, oh no, with my luck, it would like close the stream. So I'm going to join right after <laughs> this. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, Carrie just linked it. But no, it's it's really cool. I mean, it's like if you read it by chance, it's almost like micro redditing. It's like a really good way to connect with people. I, I really like it. It's fun. Get some cool stuff on there. So cool. So uh, where else have you traveled? Uh, or is there anywhere else that you want to go, like anywhere on your list of places you need to go? I am such a big fan of traveling. I don't care where it is. I like to experience new places. Uh, the only time I left the country was going to Aruba, and I did that a long time ago. I went with my mom, I think. Um, that was pretty nice. Um, but I want to experience almost every culture, and I want to learn about every place in the world, because just moving to Japan really, like, changed my perception of the entire world and i'd like to see how every other country does that as well that's really cool it's crazy that just one you know one small country can just change your outlook it's true yeah. i think japan's like the only place ethan hasn't been i uh, have not oh, been yeah. to japan i would love to go i hate flying in like that's such a long distance i'd love to go go to australia new zealand all of it i'd really like to go to bali too man there's so many things over there I highly oh, recommend uh, flying to, I think Seattle is a good place to stop because it's only like five or six hours from there. Yeah. 
So if you took a little bit of a break there, it won't be as bad. Definitely. We could see wide out there. Yeah. <laughs> so also in the comments, Kenneth's here. What's up? Really excited. How's Thank it going? Uh, but, uh, Carrie asks, what's the biggest difference between Japan and America? Or what did you miss most about America when you were in Japan? This is going to sound completely insane, but I missed Target. <laughs> <laughs> I'm obsessed with Target, and I used to have dreams about going to Target <laughs> when I was in Japan. There was a lot I did miss, though, but um, I missed my family and friends. And there was some food. They don't have peanut butter in Japan. What? and that Yeah, it's so different. Their peanut butter is this like sugary, creamy caramel thing. Um, <laughs> so I don't know why they don't have it, but I really missed that. <laughs> That's crazy. So no Reese's Cups. There was a place that sold American food there that had them, but yeah, no Reese's Cups. <laughs> I was going to ask, do you eat like an American-style restaurant to judge how authentic it was? <laughs> I actually went to McDonald's, and it was a million times better than the the McDonald's in America. The food quality was a little bit higher, and they had this really cool like mango. No, not mango. It was like half Sprite, half melon drink. Huh. Yeah. That's pretty so, cool. how expensive is Japan compared to America? It's really, I, I'd say it really depends on what you're talking about. If you want to live in Tokyo, it's going to be really expensive. But it, it was so cheap to live there when I lived in Miyazaki. My rent was like $180 a month. Um, wow. Healthcare was amazing. My uh, medicine was like $12 a month and wow. I can't even afford my medicine here. <laughs> that's but, sad. Um, Damn, that's awesome. That's but I think, yeah, it depends. There's a lot of things like I think food can be cheaper here sometimes. So it really depends on what you're talking about. What about like where you live? Like how big it was? I know like in Tokyo, like they live in like really small places, but what about where you live? There is it just normal like having smaller places compared to America. Yeah, it was pretty small. I think America is really good about having wide spaces to live in. Um, my apartment was basically a room. Um, that was one of my apartments. I had another one that had like four rooms in it, but it probably was much smaller than any other place I lived. I could also be another like thing like the individualism thing. Like America, we have to have space for yeah. ourselves just to walk around. Whereas like your your bigger apartment could have been for like a whole family. Yeah, definitely. So, and then you've yeah. got the hotels in Japan or some I think at least some of them where it's just like basically a coffin. Oh, the capsule hotels? Yeah, I can't imagine that. Really so I guess you're tired enough. They're good if uh, you if you want somewhere cheap to stay. Ooh. I kind of imagine like a capsule. I've never stayed in a capsule hotel. It's like almost like a better version of a ho like a safer hostel. Like you're not like in a complete room. You kind of like close yourself off. You're you're kind of safe, locked in there. I don't Definitely. know. <laughs> and you have a little TV. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Carrie asked, uh, when you lived in Japan, how did you make money? Uh, you were a teacher, right? Yeah, I taught English for about two years. Uh, really poorly, but <laughs> I taught it, yeah. <laughs> That's that's something that, you know you you would think you could probably do, but I'm sure it's a lot different when you're actually having to fight with a language barrier to explain it. Yeah, really. But another weird thing uh, I heard back in the day, I don't know if you'll be able to confirm this or anything, but I heard that like as far as eating in Japan, it's considered really disrespectful if you finish your plate. Um, I think it depends on the person and like where you are in Japan. I have heard that as well. Um, I've heard people say that try not to leave even one grain of rice. Um, <laughs> but I think the reason they say that is if you 
uh, don't leave any extra food. If you don't leave a drink, someone will fill it up for you even more. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what a place. Uh, Mr. Ramsey's here. How's it going, man? Good to see you. Yeah, definitely check out Mr. Ramsey and Mr. Reality. Those two are some pretty fast-growing channels. And Mr. Ramsey, they both fucking crush it. They, they really... Some good they're both there. awesome. Yeah, they're really cool. Yeah, everybody's crushing it but us, Ethan. What are we doing? I, mean, I, have a pl- I literally am working on a 2019 plan. I'm really just trying to get it going. We have the serial killer video that we talked about on the last live stream. Try to get that out next week. I got some other stuff I'm trying to work on. I'm trying to get it lined up for 2019. I've been trying to write. I got Patreon stuff I haven't done, but I wrote, wrote some Patreon stuff while I was on the last trip. So I got some plans. I'm trying to work on it. So. So the community is making such cool videos. It's like, what's the strangest got? Strange questions from retail. <laughs> no, actually, but you guys have pretty awesome stuff. I always look forward to the live streams every week. I sometimes teach during uh, the Friday night ones, so I try to make it when I can, but I always really enjoy it. That's awesome, and we're glad to have you on tonight. We're glad you can make it. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the topic today, that was, uh, it's been a lot of fun so far. And then, you know, as far as our video we came out with today, that was a lot of fun. I, I like giving Ethan shit, but uh, <laughs> working in retail was an experience. I'm sure a lot of people have experienced, but people are crazy. So if you haven't checked out that video, go check it out after the stream. <laughs> I'm yeah, I wrote that script a year ago. I just copy and pasted Blake's experiences a year ago and never <laughs> sent it to him. <laughs> That's a script. I wrote the I intro. Know. I wrote yeah. the intro. <laughs> I was afraid people were going to get butthurt over the intro. I'm glad they took it. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, the holidays. Everyone loves it except for people with crippling depression. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of how I feel with the holidays sometimes, man. Like I like Thanksgiving because you don't have the pressure of presents and you get the whole family thing and food. But in Christmas, you have a lot, a lot of pressure there. So definitely. Uh, Carrie said, "I honestly love the live streams. It's my favorite part of the channel. Everyone who comes on is so likable. Yeah, everyone is really cool. Like I don't think we've ever had a bad experience with anyone. It's been super cool. But um." Uh, it's just really nice getting to know people in the community different. I mean, it's one thing to talk on Twitter, but to actually be able to have the conversation and talk about that person's individual interests is a lot of fun. So, and the Japanese culture, like I've, I've been really enjoying this because I kind of nerd out a little bit. <laughs> so how did you do your October stuff? And you, you, you put out a lot of stuff there in October. How did you manage all of that? Did it, did it drive a you crazy, of- lose sleep? Or- it was a lot of crying and a lot of mental breakdowns, but I made it through most of it (laughs) it was a lot of fun i really enjoyed the community so that kept me going and people were looking forward to it i got to try a lot of new stuff that i normally wouldn't put out i got to do unboxings and kind of question and answer videos so it was a lot of fun did you get burnt out any or or were you like i definitely got burnt out um i'm still feeling that a little bit (laughs) yeah all right, can you read the last one? I can't even say it. Tomino's Hell, is that how you say it? Um, yep, Tomino's Hell. Hi. <laughs> I was close <laughs> enough. Yeah. Oh, me. Um. <laughs> yeah, so I know you're the more experienced one. I don't even know if this is right, the the translation thing. I, I found it on, well, I've seen, seen videos on it too, but I found it on Reddit too. And that's where oh. I actually saw the whole thing like posted and i found it on creepypasta.com i don't know if this is real or not the actual thing i tried you guys i 
have mixed feelings about it. Um, well, you can tell us about it. Like, what do you, oh, yeah, what definitely. Do you I tried reading half of it. It creeped me out a little bit, but it was probably just, like, my mental state. But then I had my friend Crow read it on his live stream, and the next day his computer broke. Um, oh, so no. I'll read part of this, but I'm kind of too scared. You don't trust to. it? <laughs> I don't trust it at all. Um, let's see. Um, I like that you have it in kanji, Japanese, and Amer uh, American. <laughs> that's how it's written, man. <laughs> that's crazy. I copy and paste it? That's some copy paste. <laughs> so it says, uh, his older sister vomited blood, his younger sister vomited fire, and the cute Tomino vomited glass beads. Uh, Tomino fell into hell alone. Uh, hell is wrapped in darkness. Even the flowers don't bloom. Uh, is the person with the whip Tomino's older sister? I wonder whose blood is on it. Uh, hit, hit without hitting. Um, infinite hell on one's road. Oh, infinite hell's uh, infinite hell's one road. Um, would you like to lead him to, into the dark hell? Uh, to the sheep of gold? To the bush warbler? I'm not even sure what that word is. Um, I think it's a bird. Much... Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> oh, yeah, it does look... The kanji has bird in it, so that would make sense. Yes. Um, you fit as much as you culture. can into the leather sack. Um, but I'm going to stop there because it's a little bit scary for me. Um, the Japanese does seem to fit up with the English a little bit. At the beginning, they have... Um, Ane wa chiyohaku, imoto wa hihaku. Kawaii tomino wa tama wa haku. Let's see. Hitori jigoku ni ochiyuku tomino. But I'm also more scared of the Japanese version, so I'm going to stop there as well. Do you think it'd be bad karma if I read the rest? Would that scare you? Oh, you can feel free. Everyone. I want to know what happens because everyone who did read it had something bad happen. <laughs> well, I'll go ahead and preface by saying that I always end up having computer issues, so it won't be new grounds. <laughs> but uh, for the preparation of the journey in the familiar hell, spring is coming even in the forest and the stream, even in the seven valley streams of the dark hell, the bush warbler in the birdcage, okay, uh, the sheep in the wagon, Tears in the eyes of cute Tomino. Uh, cry, bush warbler, toward the raining forest. He shouts that he misses his little sister. The crying echo reverberates through that, throughout hell. Uh, the fox Pinoy blooms, circling around hell's seven mountains and seven streams. The lonely journey of cute Tomino. If they're in hell, bring them to me. The needle of the graves. I won't pierce with a red needle in the milestones of little Tomino. How do you pick your... Oh, that's something else. <laughs> I was going on some more questions. <laughs> How do you pick your topics? <laughs> what a weird problem. <laughs> that was the best. Uh, in the milestones of Little Tomino. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is a pretty pretty dark poem. Is this the one that you posted on uh, Facebook, Ethan? Like, yeah, I posted on Facebook. Like, the face, right? That's like the red... Yeah, I've been posting these on Reddit, oh, too. So. Oh, man. <laughs> That's crazy. I liked hearing you. Uh, I liked hearing your translation of it. it looked, <laughs> I think Japanese as a language sounds very serious. Like it's a very cool sounding language. It definitely like a has business a language. very flat tone. Yeah. It does. They actually have like three different languages, probably more. But um, they have a casual version you use with friends. 
they have what is called the Desmos form, which is, it can be used either way. And then there's what's called Kegel. And that is a, it's used for business and to talk up to people like kings and bosses and stuff like that. Gotcha. Uh, Kenneth Wilkinson asked, is uh, Hiroshima haunted? I will say if, if there's anywhere that is haunted or deserves to be haunted, Hiroshima is probably one of them. <laughs> so I went there once before and I did feel very creeped out when I was there. Uh, it is a very sad place as well, but I definitely think there are probably some souls left over. I know. I've seen I've done research into like basically the aftermath and it's it's horrifying. It really is, yeah. But um Rebecca said Ethan you have to go somewhere tomorrow. That's your warning. <laughs> yeah, she's like Greensboro, which is also where Origato is, so we could have some hibachi food if we went. Lucky, lucky. <laughs> yeah, there we go. We live it up. Also, Carrie posted a haiku and then re redacted it, retracted it. <laughs> Whatever. Th those words mean the same thing. It was like the strangest live stream with a very uh, tonight's strangest stream did feature a lovely guest, Johnny. How did, look at that! How did you see that? Can you make it reappear? She posted it again. Oh, okay, there we go. Why did you change it? I don't know. It might not have had the right syllables. Oh, okay. Do you like haikus? I do like haikus. They're pretty neat. It takes a lot of talent to fit like an entire poem into a few syllables. I just watched uh, PewDiePie's like newest book review and he talked about uh, haikus and uh, what about do you like reading them in English or Japanese since it's like how it's meant to be read um, I like reading them in English because it the Japanese ones tend to be very confusing <laughs> they yeah. I'm not used to the language enough where I can read very figurative language <laughs> yeah. yeah I had a haiku in English class that was pretty uh, got me a pretty good grade it was uh, my grades are dropping this test grade isn't helping. I'll be back next year. <laughs> <laughs> Which, ironically, got a 100, so it helped. That's how I, I would be sad if that wasn't 100. <laughs> oh, man. Let's see. So, uh, let's see. What we got? What we got? What we got? Uh, how do you pick your topics? I will go through a bunch of Japanese urban legends, and I'd kind of pick from there. Um, I'll look on Google. I'll just literally type in Japanese urban legends, and I find the ones that ring to me the most. Uh, but I don't have like any special way of <laughs> picking them. Have you heard of the Lantern Ghost? I think I know exactly what you're talking about. It's, like it's a really, like... really tall figure. Yeah, I have seen a little bit of that, but I haven't learned too much about that. I only asked because that was in that game I played, Detention, and I was like, oh, oh they, my goodness. They look really cool. I think they're souls of people that moved on, if I remember correctly, but I might be completely off with that. It might be. You should definitely check out that game if you ever get a chance. It's, uh, I really it's not as to. much scary as it is just really creepy. Yeah. But it's very good. That's the best kind, like the creepy stuff. Definitely. Uh, Forewarning said, uh, Johnny, Johnny... <laughs> I love Foil Warnings. Uh, she's a really good narrator. There's not too many women in this community, which is really sad because there's a lot of really talented women that do narrations. Definitely. Let's check her out. Yeah, there's definitely... I mean, we know a handful, but it's definitely more populated by men. Yeah. But, uh... Let's see. You should, uh, this just popped in my head, but uh, you guys should check out Spooky Whispering. She does... Uh, Parent like creepy ASMR. 
I haven't seen her in a while, actually. ASMR is really cool. <laughs> yeah, Ethan's uh, wife is super into it. Yeah, she loves it. So you mentioned on Twitter, because I asked you what's your favorite horror, I mean, your favorite Japanese urban legend. And you mentioned the one that's like connected to the ring. So do you like, is that your favorite Japanese horror movie? Or like, what do you think about Japanese horror, the ring and that legend and everything, how it connects? I think that's one of my favorite uh, Japanese uh, scary movies. And I really like the story of Sadako uh, because like, it's so real. Uh, in a way where somebody is just this lonely child and maybe they're different in some way. I guess she had supernatural abilities. And she, her mother was kind of shunned because of that. Uh, they called her a fraud and she ended up committing suicide. So uh, this girl was brought to a doctor to have research done on her. And it just ended up being a really sad story. But it just it's something that a lot of people can relate to, just not feeling like they fit in and then kind of having to deal with that throughout their life. Does it creep you out? Does it It creeps me out a little bit, but I just feel like I can relate to it a little bit as yeah. well. Yeah. So what what keeps you up at night? Like what's something scary you've seen that made you really be like, oh fuck, I can't sleep? Ah, uh, there there's not a whole lot, but um I think when I saw Insidious, um this isn't really a Japanese thing, but that kept me up for a few nights. Yeah, that one part in Insidious got me when I when I saw it the first time. The red face. <laughs> that one. The, and I think it was the third one where um, the girl was in bed. She had both her legs broken. And like there was that monster that like threw her on the floor and closed the curtains. And she couldn't scream. That really messed me up. <laughs> I need to catch up. I think they're on like the fourth or fifth one now. Oh, my God. They keep going. I never thought that it'd be such a big franchise, but it's cool. Yeah, I thought like, they stopped at one. Yeah. yeah, it's nice to see though, because horror movies. I mean, they. It's rare that you find a good one, yeah. so it's nice when they keep going. <laughs> Definitely. It's crazy to think that Insidious, The Conjuring, and the original Saw was all directed by the same person. So he's an amazing uh, director. <laughs> he's incredible. <laughs> he's also. It's James Wan. He's he's really cool. It's just the whole. Everything. It just I don't know. I almost think of Insidious as almost like a conjuring prequel since they almost even have some of the same cast and everything. But I like the conjuring series. Did you know in Insidious so. there's a part where he's in the classroom and in the on the blackboard there's a picture of Jigsaw? Oh yeah, I did see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that before I realized they were connected. I was like, What's that? It was like Jigsaw and then it had like a five on there. And I was like, Oh, them they must be coming out with a new one and then like seven years later they finally come out with one <laughs> i love easter eggs those are the best <laughs> they're great Let's i still see. haven't seen the new soul man i just I bought it to. if you want to really? uh, yeah it was only five dollars i don't know if that speaks well about it but it was uh, <laughs> 4k blu-ray too so, we could wrap it one day we haven't done a rabbit thing in a long time yeah Dude, we're terrible people <laughs> it'll be a lot of fun uh so what is your dream collaboration my dream collaboration was actually with Loey Lane, which I already ended up doing. I still cannot believe it. Um, that was just a dream come true. And I'm like, after that happened, I'm like, what do I aim for now? <laughs> I just kind of felt like I was done. Like I'm, I achieved like one of my biggest dreams, getting able to talk to someone that like I looked up to so much and then getting to work with them. Just, I, I don't even know what to say. I'm speechless. That's really cool. 
next stop, just got to go to the top. PewDiePie. <laughs> like, I don't know. PewDiePie. <laughs> I know. The closest I've gotten, besides like the people we've worked with, which is really cool, but all of them I met through this, but the ones I've looked up to, the closest I've gotten them like emailing me back saying, no, thank you, but oh. keep going. <laughs> like the positive reinforcement. But it's still defense, cool. We were pretty, we were a lot smaller back then too. Yeah, we're getting so, there. We're getting there. I would just like to have them on a live stream. I think that'd be fun. He's talking, referring to like chills since, uh, what was the other one's name? Top fives was one. Um, let's see. There was one more that was that I watched actually before this. I can't believe I can't. I'm blinking. Uh, on top of that, though, like, what are the other, like, what channels do you watch that aren't horror? Like, in your spare time, do you watch YouTube or do you just like Netflix? I used to watch it a lot more, but now it kind of feels a little bit like a job. Um, but I still do watch it for fun. Um, I watch Shane Dawson and Joanna Houseman. I watch a lot. She talks about a lot of Venezuelan uh, cultural stuff. She's a very funny comedian. I love to watch her stuff. Comedy is really uplifting, so I like to watch that sometimes. I agree. I've been in that uh, lately. I've been driving a lot for work, and uh, I've just been listening to like next uh, Netflix comedy specials a lot. So it's yeah, it really like makes the whole day much brighter, and it relieves so much stress. It does. Are you familiar with Bo Burnham? I have watched a little bit of him. I'm not too big on like stand-up comedy, gotcha. um, but I do like what I've seen of him. Yeah, he's watch his original YouTube videos. He was the first YouTuber I remember watching that was an actual YouTuber and remembering their name afterwards. So I wish I had the connection back then that it could have been a career. <laughs> so, but whatever. Back, back then, I just like I, I posted videos way back in the old days of YouTube, but it was just stupid stuff. Like whatever came to my mind, I never, like you said, I never thought of it actually becoming a career. Of course, I was only like 15 back then. Yeah. So. It's like I didn't have a need for money. It's like, I don't have to buy food, whatever. <laughs> and then reality hits quick. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Carrie asked if uh, Bo Burnham has a new special out. It's the newest one. It's still a few, a couple of years old. But I saw it live, and he puts on an amazing show. Yeah, eighth so. grade is amazing. She mentioned that she hadn't seen that. It is really fucking good. I mean, Bo Burnham's just fucking talented. Like, he always says he's lucky that he got the break, but I mean, he's a really smart guy. I mean, really think, I mean, his stuff is thought provoking. Like, everything he does makes you think. It definitely so. takes a lot of talent along with luck. I never think it's like one or the other for this kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, that guy's been going for 10 years now, if you think about it, from his start on YouTube to, like, directing, a, writing and directing a movie. So it definitely takes, like, some talent there, not just luck. I mean, the people who are 100% luck, like, they fizzle out real quick. They're the one-hit wonders. So. He also keeps it real, though, because, like, I know one part he's just, like, is, like, don't follow, it's, like, don't try to become famous. He's, like, I, you know, I was, I had a great life. I was, you know, raised with, you know, money. I got really lucky, made it famous, and I'm still unhappy. <laughs> it's, like, make your own happiness, guys. You don't have to be rich and famous. No, that's literally the best thing, like, the best message ever. Because, I mean, even if you did get lucky and everything, like, think about, like, with our, like, doing collaborations. Like, yeah, we get subscribers, but we never, like, super jump up. I mean, what would we do? And the whole, like, create your own happiness, like you just said. Like, I saw a cartoon that really, like, summarized that as, like, someone, like, staring at someone who had happiness. And they're like, where did you get that? And it's like, I created it myself because, I mean, the only way it's going to come from is yourself. So there's something money. There's some things money can't buy. It's so everything true. Else. 
make it make stress a lot easier as long as you don't like get too depressive but you you won't have to worry about eating like keeping like a house over your head stuff like that so who was it was another comedian said it was like they say money can't buy happiness but have you ever seen a sad person on a jet ski that's daniel tosh okay it was tosh i love tosh he's great i love shock humor i like uh joe rogan uh like i've been watching a lot of joe rogan yeah he's literally like talking about someone who has money and is kind of seems happy like he's turning almost if you look at him he's turning into like a redneck the stuff he likes he likes the bow hunt like i just imagine him having a jacked up uh jacked up truck next like he had dale earnhardt jr on his podcast recently and the stuff he talks about i'm like this dude's like a rich redneck <laughs> so. that's great yeah okay so. so uh i guess we're pretty much getting to the end of it Anyone so, have last minute questions, you guys? Yeah, anyone in the chat, ask whatever you want. And uh, while we're doing that, uh, what's the best ways to you know follow you? Do aside from YouTube, do you have I a lot of social do, media presence? I usually do Twitter a lot, and I do Instagram once in a while. Um, probably I'm on Twitter the most, and that's when I try to respond to people whenever I can. Yeah, Twitter for us is definitely the easiest. Like Instagram, it just seems really impersonal. Like you post yeah, a picture and people are liking it just to like it or so you'll like their stuff back. Yeah. And Facebook, it probably can be good, but we've had we've just had a lot better luck with Twitter. I feel like Facebook gets a little bit too political, so I try to like get away from that a little bit. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah I think so Facebook... you definitely follow them on Twitter. And yeah, everything. Definitely, definitely Twitter. <laughs> yeah, no, Twitter, besides like Discord, Twitter to me is like a really great way to just communicate with people on a really good scale, like between creators, followers, everything. It's really good to connect. But like Facebook, I think, has a chance to be a, a YouTube type thing. It would also just be like the, the worst part of the comment section of YouTube, but it has a chance to, to expand your audience. So. And Twitter, too, has a great way of making friends. So I've made so many friends on there. Um, so I think a lot of people even have said that they met a, a lot of nice communities doing Twitter. Definitely. Like, cause when we first started, we didn't have we didn't talk to anybody. We were just, you know, we're us against YouTube. And then once we started actually getting on Twitter and talking to people, it became a lot easier because you, you kind of figure out the not. I mean, everything you're going through, everyone else is going through. Yeah, exactly. So, what were you gonna say, Ethan? Sorry, I cut you off. Oh, I don't even. I don't know. I, I don't. I like. Uh, I don't know. My only thing is, I, I do really like Twitter, like connecting with people. And I was gonna. Oh, okay. I know. What I was gonna say, like, you retweet. You can really share other people's content really easy. So it's a really good way to support other people. So, I feel like it's so hard to do YouTube without Twitter. They go in hand in hand. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely do. It's great. Like, I didn't. As I. Blah, 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 blah. As a person, I always hated Twitter as like my personal social media accounts. I never used it, but with the strangest, it definitely has come in handy. It's it's really nice. I guess it's because I enjoy talking to people in here. I don't enjoy people in my own life. <laughs> uh, Twitter's so simple and easy. Like Facebook, like I said, has a chance to do stuff, but it's so clunky and terrible. Like Instagram is simple, but it's also really shallow like the people like you said like they only want you to follow back and it's not a really good way to communicate to people like facebook seems like you could have everything but it's like so sh it's so slow too just getting on our facebook page it's it's garbage so and it keeps you in one community it doesn't allow you to branch out as much exactly yeah. 
So, yeah. I still when can't believe this hour flew by. Like, it's so much fun talking to you guys. It's amazing talking talking to you in person. Usually, I'm like watching the stream, and it's just it's so much fun. Not what are your thoughts? Like, what are your final things? Do you have any questions? Uh, I don't know off the top of my head. Um, what is for you guys? What's your favorite part of doing this? Uh, as far as YouTube in general, or just the live streams? Uh, both. Uh, the live streams definitely just getting to know people and getting to talk to the community because that's what we started for was like the first couple live streams we just had it was just me and Ethan talking to each other but it was nice to be able to talk to people in somewhat real time and getting to know our audience but uh, the live streams in general I just getting to know people again it was really nice to get to know you tonight like you know it before this you know we knew who you were but now we you know know who you are so as a person so it's really cool but uh, it's definitely it's definitely really cool getting to branch out and meet new people. Yeah, it really makes the connection like possible. It's not just like a comment or like a name on a sus subscriber thing. It really helps make it stronger. And we always wanted to build a community around it because I mean I didn't really think we'd ever get big. Like Harry said, they remember when we were famous. I don't know if that'll ever happen, but I like the idea of just having our own unique community, people around us that like hanging out. It's fun. I definitely see you guys growing to at least 100,000 within the next two years. I really do see that happening. That'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah. And on top of that, like I, uh, especially like streams like this and, you know, when we had uh, Mr. Ramsey and Mr. Reality, like I've learned a lot about different cultures. Because, oh, yeah. That's so good. Because when you live in America, you're kind of in your little bubble and you don't realize, you know, how different things are. I just realized that most cultures that, uh, you know, speak English, don't say Z, like the letter Z, they say Z. Oh, yeah. That Even in Japanese, mind. when they use the English alphabet, I think they say Z, yeah. which comes from Z, yeah. So that blew yes. my mind. <laughs> yeah, you can know this because in Power Rangers, Lord Z is called Lord Z instead of Lord Z. That just blew my mind. <laughs> I never made that connection. Yeah. <laughs> last week. So... <laughs> No, I think it's interesting. It's just little things. And if you think about the ampersand, here's another fun alphabet fact. You used to be included in the alphabet. That's why you say X, Y, and Z, because the ampersand oh, was supposed to go in between them. That's so, crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Next thing you're going to tell me something about LMNOP? <laughs> well, I can tell you the at symbol actually dates back to like like ancient times they use it in greece for some reason i don't remember what the actual like what they use it for but the yeah, at symbol <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it dates really far back guys <laughs> and zeus, then zeus proclaimed if you don't like it at me bro <laughs> follow for follow follow back y'all <laughs> are you guys into the mandela effect at all yes. Oh yeah 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 it's do you have any good ones not anything that people haven't heard a million times before, but one thing that blew my mind was that mirror, mirror on the wall. I guess they don't say that, but in Japanese, if I remember correctly, they do say mirror, mirror. Uh, they do instead of magic mirror, they say mirror, mirror. Right, that is one. Yeah, so it's it's magic mirror originally, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I, I was so surprised because the translation like kept mirror mirror, and it's it reminds me it's kind of like was that residue or something yeah. like weird like that? Yeah, 
Yeah, uh, we'll go over a couple ones while we're on the topic because I always enjoy talking about it. But uh, Ethan's wife came up with one. I don't. Have you ever seen Oliver's you Company? Tell, you can't tell. Them. Oh, oh which one is it? Well, have you ever seen Oliver and Company? I think a really long time ago. It's well, out of my memory by now. <laughs> we'll have a video on that Mandela effect eventually. Oh, nice. We do actually have part of a script written. It's supposed. To, it's actually dated for the end of December. Most likely, it'll be beginning of January, knowing me. But it, it's 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 working on it. <laughs> Yeah, no, we've uh, come up with a couple uh, on our own and like a couple we've confirmed from like Facebook friends. There was one, the the Shazam movie one, like our friend Jacob, Soggy Seal. Like I, I should have filmed him when I asked him this because he started telling me just like the plot and was so convinced and the look on his face when I was talking to him about it. It was he was blown away. So, yeah, I think the one that got me the most was the Berenstain Bears. Oh, my gosh, that. And Oscar like, Mayer Wiener. Oh, yeah, yeah that one got me yeah. too. But, like, the Berenstein, they're the Berenstein Bears to me still. But uh, <laughs> I remember it, like, when I heard it, I was like, I know that I, when I was a kid, I had the books. And I was like, I ran to my parents' house. I went down the basement, like, going through all this stuff. And I was like, I'm going to prove to the world it's Berenstein. And there's like, Berenstein. I was like, what is this bullshit? It changed. <laughs> like, what is it? Why, who would say Berenstein? I was like, <laughs> And then, uh, have you seen Gremlins? Yes, I did. I used to love that movie. Do you remember the name of the villain, Gremlin? Um, uh, Ma- does it begin with Ma or something? Ma- well, Mug? It's, I'm trying to say it without uh, spoiling it. Uh, basically, I thought it was Spike. Oh, th- there is somebody named Spike in there, isn't there? Well, I thought there was, but apparently his name is Stripe. Stripe. That, like, that just didn't sound right to me. I always thought it was Spike. Stripe doesn't that. sound right at all. It was Spike like triggers a memory, but Stripe doesn't at all. Yeah, so that was a weird one. Uh, what was the other ones? I have a theory about the Mandela effect. I think almost, if you want to go like real conspiracy theory route, I think almost like if you want to go like dystopian future route, you could almost say that like physical media is become going to become really important. Because as everything moves digital, it's going to become easier to change things. Like in 1984, how they rewrite history and they change things. So if everyone switches to having ebooks or like videos and everything, you know, like history can be corrected really easy. And you'll never notice it except for these small inconsistencies. And you can't really prove it. So, I mean, I've written That's a really part of a script on, on that. Yeah, it's it's dark. It's weird, and like the way like um people have argued like Photoshop and like media manipulation. How you can almost even do it with videos, where they just replace you. How they have like they joke in BoJack Horseman that they can digitalize your face and everything, but they just recently had a porn video with L the guy, whatever the woman one person who plays Wonder Woman's face mm-hmm. on a on a porn star, and uh, so it's becoming a real thing that they can they can That's manipulate. That's so things. scary. They yeah. can do anything. Yeah, they could put PewDiePie on there, doing anything. Any, they could target lots of things. And if someone else controls, like, I mean, even if you're a content creator, like, one thing I really thought of is just being like, I think we're in a new age of consumerism. Like, instead of uh, like physical goods, it's almost like content. Like mm-hmm. us, we're creators. We're able to create things for other people to consume. It's something mm-hmm. we can influence. But we, at the same time, we don't control the internet and everything. And with the death of like net neutrality, other people can control and manipulate things. So even if you say something, someone could almost rewrite it and 
manipulate it, change it, or reinterpret it in a different That's way. That's going to change everything and, like, the rules yeah. of everything. Yeah. Well, that's our so, future, guys. Yeah, it's totally, I, it's, I mean, it's dark. I try to be optimistic, but it makes you think about things. like some Black Mirror shit. <laughs> it definitely is. Yeah. I remember 20 years ago when somebody posted a ghost video. Well, not posted, but if you saw a ghost video or a photograph, it was like fact. Like, yeah. But now everything's like it definitely could be manipulated fairly easily. Yeah, early YouTube even. Like, just I remember seeing like there was a fallen angel video and just like if you looked up ghost videos and you know there was like a shadow in the hallway it's like no one could have no one could have made that that's got to be real yeah, yeah it kind of takes some of the fun out of it because now we're just we're forced to be skeptical of everything exactly which i mean it's good in a lot of ways but at the same time it's like man i missed the good old days so i mean almost come Sorry, I was gonna say it comes back to the meme. Like, if you think of like your parents back in the day would say, "Don't, don't trust things on the internet." Now, like, I literally had my grandpa read some random chain email that was from like ten years ago, tell me these like political facts that are like so outdated, and he's like so angry about them. I'm like, that's literally just probably sent by some Russian dude copying and pasting that shit from a long time ago <laughs> in Russia, freezing to death, drinking vodka. So, I never saw know. one. I saw one that was really good recently. It was like. When we were kids, our parents always told us, don't talk to strangers and whatever you do, don't get in their car. And then uh, it's like nowadays we have an app to order strangers so we can get in their cars. <laughs> that, <one. laughs> that freaked me out the first time I ever used uh, Lyft, is it? Mm-hmm. It really, uh, I was like, oh my God, am I going to like die on my way there? But it, now I use it like once a month or so. <laughs> yeah, it's super convenient, but terrible on paper. <laughs> really? It's so much more convenient than like a taxi. Think about how almost almost kind of sketchy like a taxi is. You just get a random yellow smelly car, give the money. Like at least with that, you can kind of have reviews and stuff. Be like, I don't know about this guy. It's so, so true. <laughs> uh, see you later, Mr. Ramsey. Thanks for hanging out. And thanks oh, yeah, everyone Mr. for hanging Ramsey. out. Oh, hey, really we, we we can only uh, they might be the same person. I was about to say, what if they're the same person doing different <laughs> accents? They're just like monopolizing the accent niches on YouTube. <laughs> That's why Mr. Reality is waiting to do his face reveal. <laughs> he's going to reveal that he's just Mr. Reality. <laughs> That'd be the ultimate troll, especially since we had them both on the same stream. <laughs> he's That'd just be like impressive. one mic over here, one mic over here. Yeah, he's just <laughs> muting it back and forth. <laughs> uh, he said, we are the same person. Confirmed. Go to Twitter, guys. Uh, Curious, I think the stream is about to end, though. Well, that's a good transition. That's a good segue. Definitely. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I think we are at the end. Uh, it's been a really good time. I've had a good time. It, it has was, been a very quick so hour and a half. It went. It flew by. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> forewarning said no. Make the stream last forever. But we'll definitely have to have you on again sometime. Because I'd be nice. so happy to do it. It was so much fun hanging out with you guys. I feel like I'm going to be lonely the moment I hang up now. <laughs> so, oh man. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. The streams, we just cry ourselves to sleep. <laughs> I'm glad we're here in the same boat. But uh, did you have any more questions, Ethan? No, I was just gonna say, like, no, streams are literally like the best part of the week. It's a really good way to, to reconnect. Almost like streams really do help reaffirm things like when you get down looking at social media or whatever, like the community really helps getting reconnected and everything. So they're good. Yeah. So well, uh everyone, thanks for watching again. And uh thanks again, Johnny, for coming on. Thank you for having uh, me. Everyone be sure to subscribe to him. His uh, YouTube name is Nihongo Johnny, if you didn't already know. 
So subscribe, follow him on Twitter. Is uh, is what was your tw- uh, Twitter handle again? Uh, I think it's just Nihongo Johnny. Uh, one Very word. Yeah. We we didn't get the strangest. We had to get like the strangest YT. I was oh. like, man. Yeah, see, that's why your name is unique, and you shouldn't change it. Like it's perfect. Yeah, like oh, I said, we don't have screen names. <laughs> yeah, because whenever I searched you, it would come up in the search bar, and ours doesn't because it's such a broad term. So that's that really works for you. Oh, nice. That's, that's why when I was looking up Japanese legends and stuff, I type in your name and the legend, and you did them all. That's why I'm like, okay, we're just covering <laughs> ones you've done because I like these, and he's already done all the good ones, so we're just gonna do them. <laughs> yeah. Feel free to do any of my content if I've ever done it before. I really don't care. <laughs> no, you, you crush it. You're no, amazing. You, you could literally thing. copy word for word my entire video, and I would not be upset. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> we'll copy the whole thing and be like, hey, we'll open up. It's like, hey guys, it's Nihongo Johnny here. <laughs> <laughs> but no you do it so authentic man it's it's great you really remind me of michael scott like the way you connect with people and bring them together it's amazing so i think it's so nice to be out. able to do that i think being in front of the camera and actually being able to talk to your audience that makes a big difference too yeah it i really thought about does. trying to make videos like that but i don't know it's scary it's like what you do is impressive because it makes it a lot more real and like editing it would be a lot harder i think i don't know it's impressive that you just jump out there Thank you. Carrie said, cough, Johnny, follow him back. Uh, follow Carrie back on Twitter, cough. <laughs> I actually told him beforehand. So send me a like, reminder. Send me, I'm going to actually look at the chat after this, and I will definitely follow you. Yeah. But yeah, uh, thanks everybody again for hanging out with us, spending your Friday with us. We really appreciate it. Again, check out Nihongo Johnny. He uh, His channel mostly focuses on Japanese uh, stories, folklore, paranormal, all that stuff. Really good stuff. Check him out. Subscribe. All yeah. the good stuff. Next week, one last thing. We might be earlier because we're supposed to have Amy's crypt on. We're trying to work out a time exactly with like the time change. So we may be an hour or two earlier trying to fit it in if we're able to. So we'll post it on Discord and Twitter and everything, hopefully sooner. Sorry for the late like notification for this one. It was a struggle, but thank you guys for everything. So until next time. Stay strange, guys. Yeah, stay strange. <laughs>